Sarah. And I'm Max. And this is the Self-Care Lifestyle Podcast. We strive to help you, the everyday person, to stop living on autopilot, overwhelmed and frustrated with the way things are. You deserve to do away with that frustration, achieve more balance in your life, and find fulfillment in your everyday. We are here to help you stop going through the motions and start being the happiest and healthiest version of you all by caring for yourself like someone worth caring for. Join us for conversations about self-care, wellness, mindfulness, and so much more that will help you find your own self-care lifestyle. Okay, so Sarah, why did the uh, clam get sent home from school? I don't know. Because they were being very shellfish. <laughs> yeah. That's... Um... In. That was a good one. It's topical, too. Because today we're talking about how self-care impacts your family. Specifically, whether or not um, you need to take time for yourself in order to better spend time with others, with your family. I think that was a little redundant, but, um, (laughs) I mean, so I think let's backtrack a little bit. Self-care is often thought about as something that is just for you, that is selfish or whatever else. And to an extent, yeah, self-care is selfish. That's kind of the point. It's about you. Um, but I think it's important to recognize the benefits of practicing self-care and being in tune with yourself, in tune with your needs. Um, Because that piece, the benefits, don't just affect you. They affect everybody around you. Um, So self-care is very much a necessity. It's not something that is optional or something you just push to the side. And I think some of that is going to stem from just the misconceptions around what self-care is, which we've gone on and on about in a multitude of episodes. Um, So just keep that in mind as we move through this episode. Self-care is 100% a necessity, not an optional thing. Yeah. Self-care is a necessity for everybody, not just moms, not just dads, not just parents. But kids, even, self-care is a necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Reese really likes to go play or read, at least flip through, all of his books by himself. And if he doesn't have that time every other day or so, he can get kind of cranky and, and overworked just on people after being at school all day. So self-care is not just for moms and dads not just for adults it's for it's for kids too it's for grandparents it's for your friends everybody needs that balance of taking care of themselves so they can show up as the best versions of themselves for you and vice versa so that you can show up as the best version of yourself for your spouse for your kids for your friends for whoever is in your life that you care about and love. Um, 
self-care sets you up to be the best version of yourself. I think that's a great example. Reese's self-care is very much going and flipping through his books. Um, Or petting puppies. He also very much just likes to like wander around and explore independently. He's very, very independent. And it's important for him to have that freedom and time and space from us. Um, And then on the other hand, it's really important for him. One of his love languages, I think, is very much getting that like snuggles and quality time. So like physical touch and, um, and quality time. But we can't give that if we are not set up to be successful by giving ourselves our own self-care. And our self-care may look different. It may not be going and wandering around independently or reading books with lots of pictures. I mean, I don't know. I mean, pictures are nice, (laughs) even as adults. Picture Um, books are nice. But it's still something that... In order for me to provide that love and attention that Reese needs, I need to fill my cup first. I need to give myself my alone time, whether that's to read or to work on podcast stuff or to, you know, walk around the block. Or for me, alone time is a really big thing. I am very introverted and I need that time to recharge, which has been super challenging in the pandemic because we're all stuck at home and I don't have that time and space alone um as as often. Um so yeah, I think I I think I made my point. <laughs> yeah. Well I think you made a, a couple of good points and I'll circle back on some of them. I do think that self care puts you at least in a better position to, when your cup is full to fill others up. Because if your cup is half empty, you've only got a half empty cup for not only yourself, but for your kids or your spouse or your other close family or friends. But if you are using a self-care lifestyle to fill your cup to overflowing, you can stay full and fulfilled yourself while also enabling others to do the same thing. Nice. Nice analogy. Thanks. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think you're spot on. I think that um, in the last couple of weeks, Reese has started school, which has freed up time for us a little bit at the end and the beginning of our workday, which is, I think, been a really good thing. Um, It's opened up time for me to work out, which is not something I necessarily enjoy, but is important for me to make progress towards my goals. Um, It's also freed up time just a little bit to work on a few things on this little business before work, um, before I give myself to that cause. Um, So I think it's overall by setting ourselves up for success and to to practice self-care is also a piece of it. It's, you know, um, giving yourself the extra hour without your kid to get a workout in or journal or read in the morning or whatever, whatever floats your boat. Um, it is 
selecting tools to do that. So for us, that was finding a school that had a little bit longer hours so that we had a little extra time on either end of our day instead of dropping you off and then immediately starting work and picking you up immediately after work. There, There's some wiggle room um, and we've given ourselves a support system to practice self-care because Reese is being taken care of for a little bit longer. Um, and I think we see the benefits of that in our interactions with him because we're able to, and I'm speaking in wheeze now, so hopefully I'm not putting words in your mouth, but um, we are able to have full cups when he comes home to be able to sit down and engage and play and not just be like, I just got off work. I'm so stressed out and like on edge and we're trying to feed you and you're cranky and I'm cranky and it's like just a shit show. Um, (laughs) So it's the the little tiny differences in our daily routine of that like extra hour that make a difference even in just our parenting and our relationship with each other. Um, It's all good stuff. Making time for self-care really makes an impact on your family. Yeah. Self-care makes you the best version of yourself. And the people that you see the most, the people that you care about the most, that you spend the most time with, deserve the best version of you. And that's really only accomplished by taking the time for yourself to accomplish your own goals. Everyone has things that they dream of or that they want to achieve or personal goals they want to work towards or just need some time to recharge and relax or get some necessities done, do a little bit of cleaning. Um, And like Sarah said, having that little bit extra time has been so nice But even if you don't have that little bit of extra time, there's always a need for finding that little bit of time, whether it's before the kids get up in the morning or after they go to bed in the evening or at lunchtime or even just extending your bathroom breaks just a little bit to look (laughs) yourself in the mirror and... um, Maybe say some affirmations or do a couple body squats, splash some cold water on your face, turn the lights off, turn your phone off, and just sit in the dark for a minute, um, free from stimulus, and just give your eyes and ears a break. Um, anything like that through the, the busy day of a parent to help you put your best foot forward, because um, life is definitely overwhelming, especially in our Um, new age society, there's always something that could require your attention. And unless you're a superhuman or a superhero at the end of the day, you're tired. Everybody is. And it's difficult to have the strong will to still put your best foot forward when you've been draining your cup all day. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, it's definitely a necessity it's not optional. Um, I definitely notice a big difference in our family dynamic when we don't get that time, especially since we've been getting it so consistently over the last few weeks as Reese has been in school. So, 
Yeah. And it's definitely something if you're not doing it now to definitely look for some examples to see where you can implement some self-care either for you or um, for you and your spouse as a couple or as a family. Um, so maybe if you can't get away from the kids for that long, maybe they like to walk around the block. Maybe they have a bike to ride or can sit in a stroller um, to go around the block, engage them in something else, give you some time to think, or even just time to be together as a family. Um, and I did want to go back to, Sarah, what you said about working out in the morning. I think it's also been an integral part of you and I reconnecting as well, because with a, a young baby, yeah. he almost always needs one of our attentions yeah. for something, um, even if it's not eating or getting his diaper changed or having a bath or going to sleep. It's, we need help with this toy. We need help not pulling the pictures off the wall. We need help not um, getting all the pots and pans out while somebody's in a meeting. And so it just just naturally pulls couples apart sometime. Um, and I think having the time in the morning where we're working towards your goal of improving your personal fitness and your health um, also gives us time in the morning to interact um, and I think that's been really good. And I don't think that that's something that we've necessarily touched on yet, having self-care practices for more than one person. And I know we've got some episodes planned where we'll dive into that some more. So we'll just touch on yeah. it here. Um, but I just wanted to try and circle back and touch on because you hit and made so many great points. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that I was coming back and readdressing the ones that were most important. For sure. Um and I think I have a hard time necessarily placing that particular piece of it in a self-care category like it because it's not about it's not self-care. It's like relationship building, which is also still very, very important. And I think because you're in a marriage, you're so closely linked together. I guess I could see categorizing it as self-care to an extent because it, that affects your day to day mood and your dynamic in your home life so much. Um, I know that when I'm upset at you and I'm frustrated, frankly, my whole evening is like just it's gone because we're on top of each other and we're working together on every piece of like, you know, we both work full time. So we're doing all of the household things together and caring for Reese together. It's it's a challenging dynamic. So it's important to have that aspect too of like connecting with each other. Um, and I think that can absolutely be a piece of your self-care. I think it can be harder when you're an introvert and you also need that self-care where you need alone time, but um, just something to keep in mind. I also wanted to touch on um, the piece about, you know, you might not have the means to put your child in daycare for a little longer. I think it's important to be able to talk to your spouse about your need for self-care and needing, hey, I need an hour to myself to go like, we keep coming back to do a workout, but <laughs> to do a workout or read for a little bit or go get coffee by myself and sit in a coffee shop and just be or whatever. Whatever you want to do with your self-care time, 
It's letting your spouse know that, hey, I really need this time for myself so that I can show up better for you and for our kids or our fur babies if <laughs> if you don't have True. kids. Yeah, they, um, count. They, count. they count. Um that's something to keep in mind that that is still something that you can still make time for self-care for to better support your family um even if you don't have daycare you can talk to your spouse you can talk to a friend you can talk to your parent or whatever so like hey can you take the kids for like an hour every other saturday or whatever and you know ideally it would be more frequent than that but you do what you can to support yourself to be a better you <laughs> so yeah um and i think one of the last points that we want to touch on that is part of my kind of overall fatherhood philosophy that i'm sure we'll pull that soapbox out of the closet at some point um and Sarah, I'm sure you have a, a similar one for mothering. Um, but this point for this episode is leading by example. Your kids and your family, even your spouse, is watching most of, if not everything that you do, whether you know it or not. Mm -hmm. um, and showing that you're valuing yourself and them enough to take time to make sure that your cup is full and that you're in the best spot for you to show up for them means a lot and might lead them to do the same. So you don't have to actively ask the people in your family to do self-care for themselves. But when you're in a better position you're more easily able to recognize that, hey, it might be time for Reese to go play on his own. He's exhibiting some signs that um, he's ready for a little bit of alone time, even though I might not, I might be stressed with work. And for me, it's stress relieving to be around Reese because I love him so much and I enjoy being around him. But if I'm in a good spot, I can better recognize when he needs some time, and I can say, okay, I want you to go have that time Yeah. to do your self-care, little 14-month-old, <laughs> um, so that you can come back and we can have a better bath time in a few minutes after yeah. dinner, because I know if I don't leave you alone, you're a little fed up with me, I might even be a little fed up with you by bath time, and we won't... We <laughs> We won't play as well. Bath time won't go as smoothly. So it's the little things when you're when you're leading by example. Um, Absolutely. It's all about the intention and maybe even removing yourself from the situation a little bit just to see, okay, what am I doing that's being perceived by the people around me? Am I being the best version of myself for the people that I care about? Am I caring about myself the way I would care about them? Am I doing for myself what I would want them to do for themselves? And 
are they seeing me do that? What am I doing now that they're currently seeing me do? Am I neglecting myself to make sure my checklist is getting done? Um, Because I know it might seem like a big thing to have all the laundry done, but the Reese doesn't care if his clothes are folded or not. But what he does care is whether or not mom and dad are in the best spot for them to be able to put the time in and really give him the the attention and the love and quality time that he needs to grow up and be a successful human being ready to, to interact with and care for themselves as they get older. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Before you go, be sure to grab our free Own Your Self-Care Starter Kit by visiting theselfcare.life forward slash own your self-care. This kit is specially designed to help you identify what kind of self-care will work best for you. That way you can start developing your own self-care lifestyle. You can find the link in our show notes as well. If you'd like to stay connected, find us on TikTok at The Self-Care Lifestyle and on Instagram at Sarah Strives. Have a question, feedback, or an episode request? Text us at 512-998-1194. Chances are we might even respond. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk at you again soon.